And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. This is a podcast and over from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 7, Episode 17. And today's topic is the 10 most expensive cities to live in the United States of America. You will know shortly the type of wine I am drinking. So, ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! All right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is a podcast and over from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 7, Episode 17. And once again, the topic is the 10 most expensive cities to live in in the United States of America. And today is Saturday, November 25th, 2023, and the weather here in Orlando. We'll be with the summer sun in the morning with increasing clouds in the afternoon, highs of 75 and lowest of 64, ladies and gents. And I hope you guys have an awesome, peaceful, joyful Thanksgiving with your friends and family this past Thursday, ladies and gents. And I hope everything was well. And if you have to travel, To get to your family and friends, I hope you got home. If you're still there or if you already went home, you got home safe. That's the most important thing. And ladies and gents, before I jump right on the topic of the day, I will let you know about the wine of the day here in Casa Casanova. <clears throat> Excuse me. And ladies and gents, while I was doing my search to find a wine of the day, I found this wine from Portugal. It's called Silk and Spice. It's a 2021 red blend from Portugal. And according to the label in the back, and it states that Silk and Spice, the metaphor of Silk and Spice applies to the flavors of this red blend. It's smooth and juicy with a slight vanilla note. It possesses flavors that can only be found in the indigenous grapes of Portugal. Portuguese explorers discovered the silk and spice routes to the Far East in the 1500s. Prized for their enhancing flavors, nutmeg, cinnamon, and pepper changed the world cuisine. While silk from China became prized for its luxurious touch and softness. Alcohol percent this wine is a 13.5. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this wine is from Portugal. It's a vintage of 2021. And once again, I will say you can see the picture of this wine on all my social media, such as Instagram my Facebook page, as well my 
LinkedIn profile under the podcast name. You're going to see a beautiful picture and a clear picture of this wine. It's going to be under the season 7, episode 17. So if you like my review about this wine and like to purchase this wine, the pictures there are available for you. Let's see what this wine is all about. Alright, listen, the, the color of this wine is a very dark ruby color. This wine is, is not is not sweet, so <clears throat> for those people that like sweet wine, sweet red wine, this wine is not for you. And my recommendation about this wine, as far as food is concerned, you definitely will love this wine if you pair it with some grilled meat, such as some grilled sausages, grilled steak, grilled chicken breast, or whatever they will throw in that grill. Maybe some grilled salmon, even though it's recommended to have some you know, seafood, some white wine, but this is going to be good, some grilled shrimp. You maybe like this one too, but definitely, I would give a seven for this wine, ladies and gentlemen. The reason I'm gonna give a seven because as many wine bottles that I drank, as far the taste and the deliciousness of the wine, that will, this is not gonna be my first recommendation. But like I say, if I would real now eat anything that's grilled, that would be the wine that I would pair with. But if I was just drink this wine to have just a glass of red wine, I would have other wine that I have in my collection here, ladies and gentlemen. So that's my my two cents as far this wine is concerned. <clears throat> so let's jump right on today's topic, ladies and gentlemen. The reason that I decided to select this topic is because. I made a read before a podcast about the cost of living in America, specifically, you know, in the in Florida, in Orlando, Florida. But I want to go a little bit step further, further because even though numbers don't lie, okay, if you compare the numbers of what's going on, the Biden administration with the previous administration, and the cost of gas now is dropping like it's hot. That's a fact. So the gas price here in my neighborhood close by, I saw for $2.94 the gas, the credit, the cost of gallon. Instead of $3.45 that was before. So, but one thing that I'm not seeing anything is that this far the improvement of is the cost of housing, the cost of living, ladies and gentlemen. So, and you're going to hear 10 cities. And let me know in the comments. You can go to my, <clears throat> make a comment on Spotify, or you can go on my YouTube channel and make a comment about if those, if you live in any of those 10 cities, or if your city is not related on the list of the top 10, let me know, first of all, if the report is correct, and let me know if the cost of living, if you live in one of those 10 cities, if the cost of living is, is, is correct, 
Office are higher, office lower. All right, so let's jump right on to this topic. Let me just stop the background music. Boop. And let's play this video right here. And here we go. Do you want to know where the filthy rich will be moving to in 2024? I do. Today we're looking at what will be the most expensive cities to call home next year and probably beyond. Now, you don't have to be filthy rich to live in these cities, but it definitely helps. In this video, we will be looking at major cities that have the highest cost of living and are predicted to continue that rise in 2024. This is ranked by the cost of living index, which means the price of goods and services. Real estate is different, but I'm gonna throw those numbers in there too, so you get an idea of what's going on in these cities. Oddly enough, most major cities have dropped real estate prices over the last year, and a lot of them are expected to do that next year. But everything from a beer to getting your nails done is on the rise. Got it? Get it? Good. Let's take a look. Number 10, Miami, Florida. Miami is the second most populous city in Florida and houses close to half a million people. That's just the city. The entire metro area has a little over 6 million. Vice City is an economic hub within the state of Florida and houses more than a thousand multinational firms. At the same time, there are high levels of economic disparity in Miami. So why is the cost of living so high in Miami? Well, the first reason is the weather tax. If you've never heard about that, that's something you'll hear in Southern California and around southern Florida. People pay a premium for year-round sunshine. I mean, most people will pay a little extra if they don't have to shovel snow and can replace it with sunbathing. So balmy weather comes at a price. Energy bills can get pretty wild in the scorching summer months. And don't even get me started about hurricane season stress and how many extra Zoloft you have to take during that time. Then of course you have the real estate roller coaster. Miami is a playground for the rich and famous. So you've got glittering condos, waterfront mansions, and snazzy high rises competing for space along the coast. Supply and demand is what goes on with real estate in most of the country. But in places like Miami, it's just demand, demand. If you want to live on the beach in Miami, you got to be a millionaire and you still have to be willing to squeeze into a pretty small condo. If you're a multi-multi-millionaire or billionaire, you might be able to swing it without a problem. Miami is a very expensive party town and it knows how to make your wallet cry tears of sunscreen-scented despair. Here's the numbers. Their cost of living score is 131, meaning, you know, it's this is the way I like to look at it. If something in a normal state where it's even with the cost of living is $100 at the grocery store, the same stuff is going to cost you $131 in Miami. The average home value in Miami is $568,926. As you get down towards the beach, that number is totally unrealistic and impossible to get anything near that. Their real estate prices over the last year have risen by 6.2%. Number nine, Los Angeles, California. The City of Angels has a reputation for its glamorous lifestyle and sunny weather, but it also comes with a hefty price tag. Now, there's the cost of living, but one major reason why LA is so expensive to live in is the sky-high costs of housing. The demand for homes and apartments in this sprawling metropolis far exceeds the supply, driving up prices at astronomical levels. Whether you're looking to rent a tiny studio in a trendy neighborhood of like West Hollywood or purchase a suburban mansion in Beverly Hills, you'll likely need to have a small fortune to do this. The competitive real estate market makes it tough for average folks to find affordable housing, and even if you do manage to snag a place, be prepared for a sizable chunk of your paycheck to go towards rent or mortgage. 
And then there's the cost of living for normal stuff. Everything is expensive. Of course, there's the weather tax, like we talked about in Miami, but everything's expensive. It's one of the most expensive states for car insurance, gasoline, tacos. It's horrible. Now, the gas prices are pretty rough, and Los Angeles' high cost of living plays into the notorious traffic congestion. This city is infamous for its seamlessly endless gridlock, and if you want to save yourself from daily commute nightmares, you're probably going to want to buy a place or rent a place closer to your work unless you're lucky enough to work from home. I used to work in West LA. From my home in Redondo Beach, if I left at like midnight to two in the morning to go to work, it's like a 30 minute drive, maybe. If I went during rush hour, it was two, two and a half hours. I have literally had long conversations with cars next to me on the freeways of Southern California. No phone, we're just talking through each other's windows. So you're just stuck in traffic burning that $5 a gallon gas. But on top of all that, the vibrant lifestyle of Los Angeles can also be a wallet draining experience for anyone that calls Los Angeles home. Here's the numbers. The cost of living index score for Los Angeles is 149. Ooh, Their average ooh. home value is $923,739. Now that's first quarter 2023. The good news, it's down 0.6% over the last year. Number eight, San Diego, California. If you ever want to move to a major city in California, my suggestion is definitely take a look at San Diego. It is by far the best. At least for anyone that doesn't have to be in Los Angeles or San Francisco or San Jose for work or something. If you just have to pick one of the, let's say, five major metro areas in California, San Diego is your best option. San Diego is the land of sun, surf, and fish tacos. If you don't like fish tacos, you, you're really missing out on one of the best parts of San Diego. San Diego is a dream city to live in. My opinion, I think it's best when you're in your 20s and 30s there. And if you're in your 20s and 30s and want to live in San Diego, you better have a good job or a nice trust fund. So why does your wallet need to bulk up before making the move to America's finest city as it's known? First of all, you have all that prime coastal real estate. San Diego's gorgeous beaches and perfect weather aren't just a blessing for your Instagram feed. They also drive up property prices faster than you can say board shorts. With limited space along the coast and high demand for ocean view homes, you'll find yourself forking over a hefty chunk of change to secure a piece of paradise in San Diego. And let's not forget the cost of utilities is high, insurance, which can all spike due to the ever-present risk of wildfires in California. Yeah, San Diego isn't immune from those. The good news is you'll never have to worry about a blizzard unless you find a Dairy Queen. After all that, you have the high cost of pretty much everything. It's in California, so the gas prices are through the roof. Restaurants will really make your credit cards scream. And this is one of the only places in California where the real estate prices are still climbing. I shouldn't say only place, major cities. Most of the major cities, the real estate prices are dropping a bit. Here's the numbers. The cost of living index score in San Diego is 150. The average home value is $961,621, and their prices have gone up 1.3%. Damn. Number seven, Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is like that high-maintenance friend who always insists on dining at fancy restaurants and wearing designer clothes. 
then they forget their wallet. It's notoriously expensive to live here, and there's a couple reasons for this. First of all, let's talk about the job market. The city is swarming with government agencies like think tanks and international organizations, which means there's a high demand for educated professionals. Naturally, this drives up salaries, but it also jacks up the cost of living, and the vicious cycle continues. You make more money, but in the end, you spend more money on rent and cost of living and housing and everything else. The real estate market in Washington, D.C. is ridiculous. Finding something that's affordable is like hunting for unicorns or Bigfoot. Sure, there's a lot of weirdos out there that tell you you can find an affordable place, but it's really not there. But you play along anyway. Let's talk about the numbers. The cost of living index score in Washington, D.C. is 151. The average home value here is $614,146. That's first quarter 2023. Now that's just the average home value, meaning there's a whole bunch that are far more expensive than that. But the real estate prices in Washington, D.C. have dropped 2.9% over the last year. Number six, Boston, Massachusetts. If you didn't know Boston, Massachusetts was expensive, congratulations, you don't live on the East Coast. Boston is wicked expensive, as they put it. They have this weird accent that I can't do, so I'm not gonna try. First off, let's talk about housing. Finding a place to crash in Beantown is like searching for a needle in a haystack, except the haystack is on fire and the needle costs a fortune. Demand for housing in this historic city is sky high thanks to all the different colleges and universities that keep churning out smart folks that want to stick around after they graduate. This means, of course, landlords can charge whatever they want. And I won't even get into the parking situation in this city. After that, you have the high cost of living. Everything from groceries to gas seems to be a tad pricier in Boston. Blame it on high taxes, competitive job market, or maybe just New England charm tax. Let's take a look at the numbers. The cost of living index score in Boston, Massachusetts is 153. The average home value is $718,208. But that is down 8% over the last year. Number five, San Jose, California. Now, if you look at the map, San Jose looks like it's really close to San Francisco. Really, it's not. It's just a big urban sprawl in that area that starts off around San Francisco and goes all the way around the bay back up to Oakland. Well, San Jose is at the bottom of the bay. But down there, it's more like a salt marsh type thing. But it is definitely its own metro area and its own city, and it is expensive. San Jose is considered the heart of the Silicon Valley to a lot of people. It's gained quite a reputation for its sky-high cost of living, and it's not just because of the sunny weather and tech-savvy vibe. Apple, Google, and Facebook have their headquarters nearby, drawing in a swarm of highly paid tech professionals from all over the world. With these bigwigs come fat paychecks and relentless demand for housing. As a result, the housing market in San Jose resembles a fierce battle of bidding wars and skyrocketing rent prices becoming the norm. My opinion on San Jose is it's not worth it, and I get it. It's very expensive because of the jobs and the people that are living there. I think it's overpriced, I think it's overcrowded, the traffic's horrible, and there's much better places to live in Silicon Valley that are close to the same price. But here's the numbers. The cost of living index in San Jose is 156. The average home value, buckle up for this one, is $1,316,415. That is expensive, but good news, everyone. Prices are going down. Uh, it is down 6.9% from last year. Still doesn't change the fact that it's terribly expensive. Number four, Seattle, Washington. 
Seattle breaks all the rules. It's not sunny. It's only supposed to be expensive if you're getting some sunshine. That being said, without all the problems that it has right now with people living on the streets, Seattle's a beautiful city. But like San Jose, it's got this problem. And their problem is they've got some really high-tech companies in this city. And that means a lot of fat paychecks for workers. And workers drive up the prices. And Emerald City becomes a very expensive place because of companies like Amazon and Microsoft. So everything's expensive. They got high rent. Companies are actually paying workers to work outside of Seattle. And even before the pandemic, they started sending people home to work and maybe only having to come in one day a week because they were losing so many man hours from people being late for work and all this other stuff because of the traffic. Traffic in Seattle is ridiculous. But that's not all. Seattle's got this quirky mix of natural beauty and a buzzing urban scene that makes it super appealing to a lot of people. The stunning views of the Puget Sound and Elliott Bay right there. Oh my God. The snow-capped mountains to the east. Yeah, there's a lot of people that find this city very much worth the price. You just got to be one of those super wealthy people and not mind a constant drizzle. It drizzles there all the time. And I'm not talking about caramel drizzle. I'm talking about rain. And if you need caramel drizzle, you can go to Starbucks. There's one like every 15 feet. And if you ever are in Seattle and decide you want to go to the very first Starbucks, don't. It's a joke. It's a normal Starbucks. It's not even as good as most Starbucks. And there's a line that usually takes about 15, 20 minutes to get through. I'm sorry, to get through just to get into the building. Then you got another 10 minutes there. Here's the numbers. The cost of living index score in Seattle, Washington is 159. The average home value is 826,592. Now, like I keep saying, that's just the average home value. Really, in Seattle, if you want to live downtown Seattle or in the immediate area around downtown, you're probably looking at a million dollars, million point two, find Ooh. anything worth living in. The good ah, news my. is it is down 8.6% from last year. Number three, New York City. You know, New York City for the longest time was the most expensive city in the world. Things have uh, gone down a little bit. There's actually two cities in the United States that have shot past them. New York City, the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps, whatever you want to call it, it's got a lot going for it. But affordable living isn't its strong suit. Why is it so expensive here? Well, is it Broadway? Is it the Empire State Building? Is it Casey Neistat? Maybe a little bit, but it's all about the classic supply and demand dance. Everyone and their cousin wants a slice of the New York City pie. And who can blame them, right? I mean, it is a famous city. It is beautiful. It is a cultural melting pot. The job market is a powerhouse. And it's got more restaurants than you could shake a menu at. Buying something isn't really what people look for when they're looking for real estate here. They're looking to rent. At least about 80% of the people are. I've seen report after report of like apartment buildings taking what used to be like a broom closet, almost adding a toilet to it and calling it an apartment and some fool comes around and pays $1,500 for it. And he has to sleep in a fetal But that's not all, folks. The cost of living in New York City isn't just about the housing. It's about the whole shebang. Groceries, you want to get an avocado for your avocado toast? It'll be tiny and it'll be overpriced. And then you got to worry about taxes. Taxes in New York State are pretty bad. New York City even worse. Here's the numbers. The cost of living index score in New York City is 163. The average home value is $736,314. That is ridiculously deceiving. If you find a house around that price, it's going to probably take more work than you want to put into it. Or it's so small, when your spouse gets up to go to the bathroom at night, you guys could hold hands while you're in bed. The good news is the price of real estate has gone down in New York City over the last year. 5.8% down.
Number two, Honolulu, Hawaii. Honolulu never shows up as much as I think it should. I mean, it's an incredibly pricey place to live, and we do plenty of videos on expensive places to live, but for some reason, uh, they usually fall out of whatever subject we're doing. I don't know why. Maybe it's their love of spam. Who knows? Living in Honolulu can be a dream come true for most people. Stunning beaches, year-round sunshine, and a laid-back lifestyle. There's one not-so-sunny aspect about living here that can leave your wallet feeling a little lighter. The cost of living. You see, paradise comes with a price tag, and in Honolulu, that price tag is pretty, uh, shocking. And that's not even counting the real estate, which is ridiculous. One of the biggest problems with cost of living in Hawaii is obviously going to be where it's located. It is so far away from mainland United States, things that you have to have shipped there are in some cases double what you would get on the mainland. Now, if it's grown or actually made in Hawaii, it's probably a pretty good deal or at least reasonable. Anything else that's got to be shipped there, it might make you cry. Even though the real estate prices have dropped a little bit over the last year, it's still disturbingly high. The demand for homes and apartments in this tropical paradise are sky high, and the supply is limited by the ocean on one side and the mountains on another. That's a recipe for some seriously inflated housing costs. Whether you're looking to buy or rent, be prepared to fork over a significant chunk of your income just to have a roof over your head in Honolulu. Here's the numbers. The cost of living index score is 177. The average home value here is $798,149. Think that one's a little deceiving too. Most homes you're gonna find are over a million dollars in Honolulu and they go way up. But like I said, the good news is prices are dropping in Honolulu. They're down 2.4% over the last year. All right, before we get to number one, if you're thinking about moving to one of these cities or any place in the United States, there is a link for a website called Home and Money. They can get you in touch with a real estate agent anywhere in the country. They got some other tools on there too. It's a pretty cool website. All right, on to number one. And number one. San Francisco, California. Yes, despite all the problems, San Francisco still carries a pretty hefty price tag. It's like the city has its own gravitational pull for high prices. First and foremost is gonna be the housing, and it's absolutely bonkers. Yes, I use the word bonkers. Homes here are so expensive, you expect the walls to be made of gold and have a unicorn in the stable someplace. The cost of living in general is pretty rough. Everything from a cup of coffee to a gallon of gas is more expensive than your average American city. It's like you go into a restaurant and they want to check your credit. Then if you own a car, it's horrible. First of all, the insurance is really high. There is no place to park. The DMV fees in California are criminal. If you move to San Francisco at some point, you're gonna be driving groceries home on a bicycle. Now with all the problems that you hear about San Francisco, you think the prices would have dropped a long time ago. No, they're still on the rise. Well, I mean the real estate isn't, but everything else is on the rise. There are so many people there that have nice tech jobs in San Francisco that let's say make over $90,000 a year and they can't afford to live in the city. A lot of them do that whole van life thing. Live in their van, go to work, go to the gym to shower and try and save some money. That's one of the big reasons a lot of tech firms are leaving California. Not that they're just tired of California. It's their employees won't move to San Francisco or the Bay Area in a lot of cases. It used to be they could throw money at the situation and just hire the best people. Now, the best people are finding really good jobs in other cities across the United States, so they don't have to deal with all the nonsense going on in San Francisco. And it's still expensive. This is how expensive, here's your numbers. The cost of living index score in San Francisco is 203. That means anything you buy is probably gonna be double the price you would find in other cities in the United States. The average home value is 
$1,261,671. And that is expensive, but it's gone down 9.6%. So it was almost 10% higher a year ago. It's like people sometimes want to tell me, oh, it's so expensive to live in Oregon or Portland. I'm all, you have no idea. Look how expensive it is to live in San Francisco or the Bay Area. I always tell people, if you think you can live in San Francisco, do yourself a budget and see if you could actually live there. And remember, you can only sell a kidney once. Well, 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 ladies and gents. So, there you go. Sorry about that. Some technical difficulties were here. <laughs> but, well, I was just doing my notes over here. And, let me see. One, two, three and four so number nine that's los angeles number eight san diego number five san jose and number one san francisco all located on the state of california well i've been in california before i stay i stay in los angeles one time san diego in San Jose and Ontario. These are the places that I visit due to my work schedule that I travel over there. And I agree pretty much because in San, San Diego they will stay by the little Italy. It's a nice neighborhood, some good Italian food. But the cost of everything is simply ridiculous. No special food. When I travel to different spots, I like to find you know, some good local restaurants to find out to taste the food, but it's, it's, it's simply ridiculous, you know. I've been in Boston before, and I don't like Boston. The weather, especially in the winter season, the cost of living is crazy. Now, Miami, I can't stand the traffic in Miami. It's just like, I went there in 2019 to renew my passport on the same day, and just the traffic got me like, oh, it got on my nerves. That's another place that, okay. And now Seattle, now I went to Portland before, Oregon, but I never visited Seattle. Washington DC, I spent 10 weeks in Washington DC in 2008, when I was a student in Norfolk State University, and I had uh, internship during the summer over there that I met a lot of good people and I said that for thing I love the sea the sea I loved the sea but like I say as a student try to not find a job before I graduate but just the cost of living is just crazy in 2008 ladies and gents I was with three four or uh, three other students in this two bedrooms apartment that has two bedrooms whole closet and one bathroom each bedroom at the time that I talked to the, the doorman downstairs, and he just told me that at the particular apartment where we were staying, the cost of rent was $2,300 in 2008 for a two-bedroom apartment. Nothing, nothing, like, oh my God, it's extraordinary. Oh my God, this is a very sweet, none of that. It was a decent apartment, but it was not so. And what else? We'll see Seattle, New York. Too many people for me, too crowded. The oldest a git, the less 
It's not that the less people I like it, but I don't like crowds. No, I, I don't. I want this peace and quiet. If I go out, I want to go to a nice restaurant that I can have some good food. I don't traffic parking, all this crowd. No, mm, not the Honolulu, Hawaii. Never been there. I do know a lot of people that went there before. And then they so show me pictures of the, how much expensive. A friend of mine went there. And he showed a picture that the gallon of uh, milk was about ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? So, well, the only city right here that definitely I say I would leave that I like is if it was not for the high cost of living was Washington D.C. Because Washington D.C. there's a whole lot of things to do. I'm a kind of person that love history. I love to learn knowledge. So there's so many museums. There's so much stuff for you to do, to learn, to increase your your knowledge, ladies and but. My two, my point is that one thing that needs to be done as far as the cost of living is concerned. You know, they should have a cap. You know what I'm saying? For how much uh, the the properties and and rental and mortgage costs. I understand. For instance, if you want to be you know, if you want a millionaire, but for I'm talking about, I'm more concerned about the average people, you and I, ladies and gents. You know, because the millionaires, the, the, the musicians, the artists, the, the, the sport players, all that, you know, and the, the rich people that has no the money passed from one generation to another, these are 1% of the population. You know what I'm saying? So they have the money. Yes, they the clients they can afford. They have the money. No problem. The Jay-Z, the Beyonce's, or you know, over there, out there, the Kardashians. They, they got the money, they can't afford it. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the, the average people, you and I. You know, they have to go to work every day, Monday to Friday. Some people work on the weekends. So, those are the people that I am talking about, you know. And I'm definitely, definitely concerned about the cost of living. You know, it, it's simply ridiculous. It's simply ridiculous. So, once again, ladies, if you live in one of those cities right there, or if you don't live in the city and you think the city that was listed where you live is really more than any of the top 10, once again, please go to my YouTube channel, Good Wine and Great Laughs, to see the podcast episode, season 7, episode 17. Make a comment and let me know what you think about this report of today's podcast. Cast, ladies and gentlemen. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank all of you people that listen to this awesome and international podcast. Please keep sharing with all your family and friends. Good wine and great laughs is come all the way from the bottom and move straight to the top, aiming to be the number one spot. Please feel free to visit my YouTube channel, leave your comments, subscribe, and click on the like button as well on all the notifications. So you can get the message to my YouTube channel on a notification as soon as being launched. Once again, this is Boy Casanova. Please be safe, be kind, and be blessed, and do the best what you can do with what you got. And I'll see you next Saturday for another awesome, awesome Episode. Hello.
Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top.